Oh, hello humans, hello humans. Damn, it's noon. Long day. Um, heading outbound now. Got all my chores done, met with everybody, did all of the necessary stuff, and heading out to do more damn work. Got people meeting me in about an hour or so at my place to talk about the um, extension I'm putting on and the work I need to get done there. Anyway, though, so I wanted to talk for a few minutes about um, uh, sci-fi world. And uh, really, it's the, the death of the American empire. Uh, most kids don't know it, but America was never supposed to be an empire, right? We rebelled against the British empire and came on over here because we didn't want any, anything to do with uh, their way of organizing things. And then we end up replicating them. They uh, infiltrated us in the 1800s. And we, they tried to put in two central banks. We threw those out. And uh, then eventually they were able to work their way in and put in another central bank and seize control in 1913. It actually started in the 1890s. They started a big push for uh, the blackmail and the murder and this kind of thing. It's amazing how many people have been murdered in order to bring in the Federal Reserve. Not merely the people that were killed on the Titanic, uh, but a long string of people that were standing in their way, uh, starting about, actually it was like, I think one of the first that, that I've identified is in like 1889. This particular um, banker in New York that was uh, making waves about no central bank. Um, anyway, so uh, as we move into sci-fi world, we will... Uh, also, okay, so how do I say that? Okay, so we're going to experience, and we're experiencing it right now, the death of authority. And uh, this is also coincident with the death of the American empire, which is based on the fiat currency of the um, Federal Reserve Bank, which is not part of the federal government, has no reserves, and is not a bank. It's simply um, a money um, uh, laundering creation uh, machine. Anyway, so, um, the death of the American empire is, uh, in, in the core, it has, it's happening because of the death of the currency, because the currency can't be extended any longer because it has no purchasing power. And, um, this is uh, rapidly becoming evident. People are starving, even though they're working, they're not able to, um, uh, you know, uh, pay for housing, this kind of thing. So we know that the currency is failing. It actually truly is no longer working for people. Um, in 1913, when they first brought it out, almost everybody ignored it. Hardly anybody used it. In 1913, uh, a family of four could have all of their, their um, expenses covered by a dollar a day in terms of earned income. So if you earn $30 a month, you could support yourself, you could support your wife, and you could support two kids. Um, you know, not a bad deal, right? Um, that was basically the prevailing wage in from the, for any, any kind of skilled work other than like farm labor, right? Because that was a different category. We were still 80% uh, agricultural at that stage in the 1800s. But, um, uh, by the time we get into the 1900s, we're looking at uh, basically a dollar a day in a gold-based economy uh, as being a living wage. 
and it was generally paid. We had plenty of gold. Everything was circulating just fine. And then the the uh, Elohim worship cult gets their bank in, and now we're all fucked, right? And so now it's actually reached the point where you can't survive on your retirement that you worked all your life for if you're on only a government retirement program. It's just is not going to be uh, working for you. You won't be able to get health care. Uh, you won't be able to afford um, uh, housing. And so and pretty soon it'll get to the point where even with all your other expenses, if you pay none of your bills, you still won't be able to afford food. And that, that period is going to be very, very brief. Okay, so we're not talking years for that. Uh, the whole um, social order would be uh, in upheaval if that tried to continue for years because basically everybody was was starving and so believe me if I was if we had no food here and the um, the situation was that dire and stuff I will use my um, last of my resources to go and raise an army and stage a revolution here in Washington State the rest of y'all can go fuck yourselves you know you got to work out your own issues right but in Washington State if we have that dire situation where people are starving because the food system's broken down and there is no political uh, will to change the circumstances, meaning, you know, the Democrats are still in charge, yada, 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 then it's like, okay, dudes, it's pirate time. You know, revolution is here, fucker. Uh, and, you know, a bunch of old men, because I would just go and tell everybody I was going to go and take my arms, you know, I'm not going to hide it. I'm coming into Olympia to clear the, the place out and take it over, right? Redo, restart. So that's that would be the approach I would take under those circumstances. It's not going to happen. The, the way that our um, financial system is structured, uh, there are so many politicians that are so fucking freaked out because they know uh, that we can all identify them. You can look on the phone, get their picture, etc., etc., and um, uh, we'd go and track them all down and hang them. Uh, and then we'd set about, you know, fixing things up again. Uh, you know, anyway, though, so uh, a couple of odd little notes. Uh, one of my stalkers uh, has uh, a phone uh, with my picture on it that was that he did not put on there and also has pictures of uh, JC and um, uh, a bunch of people uh, that... I don't know. Are they all are they all part of a, a gang stalking, or is there some kind of like organized effort here to um, rattle our cage, give us some shit? Sure looks that way. Anyway, though, so um, sci-fi world is going to emerge out of hyper novelty. We're in hyper novelty now as authority fades. What makes it hyper novelty? is that there will be new shit everywhere, constantly, continuously, because there will be no authorities left to say that, A, that's not true, or, you know, uh, you know that's a bogus thought. There won't be any constraints on our ability to examine data in terms of history and all of this kind of shit, unlike now, right? So if you get into too much history now, they're going to come and say, no, you're wrong, this didn't exist, this didn't happen. People will give you uh, blowback for it, right? That's going to fall away. A lot of the people that are doing that are paid shills. They're very stupid, you know, low intelligence people. They don't have much on the go. 
um, mentally, and they're simply being paid to be, you know, an academic parrot to hold the line, you know, prevent disinformation, uh, this kind of stuff, right? Oh, you can't weaponize history against us, blah, 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 in spite of the fact that they have indeed weaponized history with all of the critical race theory and all of that kind of shit. All that crap's going to fall away this year. Uh, it'll be very dramatic, I think, from the end of January onward. Uh, but certainly from the third week in February, we're going to get into some serious level of uh, social disruptions that will run across the entire nation. Okay, so this may also be participating during that period of time. We may be um, having a situation where we have uh, the markets going crazy. Okay, they're not going to crash at that point. Uh, that's probably a little too early. Maybe we might see some initial, uh, you know, phase of a, of a stock market crash uh, in the, around the 18th of February, but um, the Fed and everybody will still be pumping their uh, fake dollars like mad, so it's going to be difficult to see that, that we're going to have a, um, a price crash relative to uh, stocks. And that's what everybody is looking at for, oh, our economy's good because our stock market's up. You know, it's like horse shit. Um, stock market is all rehypothecation, uh, Ponzi scheme shit anyway, as we will discover because um, we're going to run into this crack-up boom. In the crack-up boom, we can expect the, um, the Fed to shovel all kinds of money through every possible, all kinds of their fiat through very, every possible outlet into stock market and trying to get it into people's hands to spend as the velocity of the spending drops, which it's already happening. I've been talking with merchants all day today uh, out in the uh, wild here. Uh, we are certainly seeing uh, all the signs of uh, depression, right? Um, in terms, especially in terms of money velocity through the system, uh, through the locals' hands out here. Uh, this gets so complicated, guys. Um, all right, so we're going to get a crack-up boom. They're going to shovel money like mad into the stock market. Uh, the Bidenistas will be saying, hey, look, look, you know, it's a good economy. Look, look, the, the stock market's up. Um, the people won't be buying it. Uh, and at, at some point here, and we're very rapidly approaching it, we're going to have this net negative return in the sense that, um, like I was saying, you could work and you could get an income, uh, but it wouldn't be a, a sufficient to pay housing and, and food and transportation, right? And so, uh, you know, to say nothing of healthcare and this kind of thing. So um, the, the failure of the money is making the social order fail, okay, all, all around us. So you know that when, you know your money is failing when a class of drugs that a person uses for like kidney treatment and they've been paying this for years because they'd had dialysis and all this kind of shit, um, all of a sudden doubles, and it doubled in one month. So this, this guy I was talking to today while I was waiting um, on some service today had a situation uh, four months ago where a particular drug he was taking, and he said it, I, it wouldn't mean anything to me, uh, used to cost him $7,000 a month, and now it's gone to almost 15000 a month. So, uh, you know, I think the... the a uh, big pharma industry is trying to pay, play catch up or get ahead relative to the uh, death of the currency. Anyway, though, so as the currency dies in this period of hyper novelty, uh, we're going to have a um, 
a reaction seen in the social order that will reflect back on itself. So in other words, we'll have a situation where uh, people won't be able to make a living on the wages, and so they'll, you know, like I was saying in the previous talk, so anybody with student debt, the first thing that we can expect that will happen is that they won't pay those debts anymore. They won't pay interest on that debt. They won't even deal with it. Uh, pretty soon you're going to have this so, so egregiously uh, in our face that the banks are going to say, relative to like student loans, they'll start saying, oh, don't worry, you don't have to pay it back. Just pay the interest. If you just pay the interest, you're good. And it's like that's the very last phase of the banks being able to get enough money to flow through their, their um, system um, in a total loop in order for uh, the bank to be uh, active, not even solvent, just be able to open the fucking doors. And <coughs> I suspect that's a couple of months away. I don't know how, whoa, eagle right over my head here. Um, big guy, too. He's probably been fishing in the river here. <coughs> anyway, so the, um, ah, crap. I just started, uh, somehow I nicked myself and started it bleeding again. Um, anyway, though, so the, um, the social order here getting a paper towel and we're good. Uh, the social order is going to be evolving, okay? So it's going to evolve out of this state of uh, disrepair, dysfunction, all of that, and we'll gradually start fixing things, uh, you know, changing things, heading, and it'll be fairly dramatic because the, um, at the moment, those people that want to correct the societal's ills are uh, being um, stymied, blocked, by people that want to continue on in this communist um, effort and, and their anti-humanity and want to kill a bunch of people and yada, yada, yada. And we don't know why the hell they think that way, uh, but they're part of the Elohim worship cult. Uh, they, you know, they may be blood drinkers. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, they're, they're out there using money to try and, and uh, prevent people from fixing the problems that they engineered. And so that's, that's our structure at the moment. Well, as the money dies, a lot of the foot soldiers for the um, uh, the side that want to uh, break everything down, uh, a lot of the foot soldiers there are not going to be uh, paid and they won't be available to participate. So I expect that like, um, you know, they'll, they'll call a BLM riot and nobody is going to show up much because, you know, they're not getting paid anything to make it worthwhile. And it's getting a little hinky out there with, uh, you know, um, the evil white race all getting uh, guns and being very, very um, touchy about being genocided, okay? And so this is also the, um, the problem for the Elohim worship cult, is that they're, they're writing a very uh, fine line, okay? So they're trying to skate along on this fine line. If they go to either side of it, they're fucked. And one of the sides they have to go towards is the destruction of the banking system, but they've got to do it in such a way that they don't pull the rug out from the whole system too, too rapidly, because then all social order would fail, and a lot of us would just take up arms, and as I say, we would go and have the political will in the form of a revolution to change things. And in the process of changing things, in that, in that period of um, uh, disruption and chaos, a lot of the Elohim worship people uh, will simply be killed just to remove them. Uh, you know, I'm not talking um, uh, 
genocide or anything like that. I'm talking about people that are saying, okay, you know, motherfucker, uh, you know, Federal Reserve um, board member, kapow, that's it. We don't have to worry about you anymore, right? Let's just get rid of the Federal Reserve by killing them all. Uh, that kind of thing, right? That will occur, if it, and especially if it goes too, too rapidly, if things break out too fast. Anyway, so sci-fi world is going to come out of the hyper-novelty that is resulting now from the bad guys trying to deliberately destroy the social system in order to engineer the new financial system, which is the central bank digital currency that's intended to enslave the whole planet. So, um, sci-fi world will begin, I think, to our sight. We'll be able to see the emergence of some aspects of sci-fi world this year. Probably, you know, the very last quarter, right? The very last few months of this year. Uh, we'll get some, um, some hints of, of how sci-fi world uh, will start emerging, start manifesting. But it's going to be a period of um, vast numbers of new inventions coming out, uh, new stuff happening. Uh, a lot of people will get... Uh, okay, so as part of this, I suspect that we will go back to a sound money situation, and then we'll go back to... Um, real investment as opposed to speculative um, uh, money uh, placement, right? And so the, um, as we get into, into this, we'll have a sound money, we'll get into investment, investments will start investors, people with excess money that were able to be smart and, and uh, preserve wealth through this transformation, uh, will then start trying to put their money to work uh, in various different industries. And so we'll have um, inventions happening all over the place that, that will then um, be, uh, you know, go through the various generations of improving the tech and so on. And those people that invest in those companies will get a return on their money as well as the uh, appreciation of the assets that they've nominally purchased. So I, I'm looking into some uh, companies that use electricity in novel ways and uh, going to decide, you know, at some point to, to invest some money in those, those companies. Uh, it, you know, at this point, it seems very wise to follow that course of action. So I found one. I'm dealing with it now. Uh, they're on Generation 2 of their product, which it's like, eh, the Generation 2 is a little wimpy. But I can see the technical problems for Generation 3 and 4. And by Generation 4, it will surpass the um, the tool it's intended to replace. Okay, so right now it's in competition and doing very poorly because of the nature of the electrically driven process that this tool uses. Um, so I'm not talking like electric cars or anything like that, right? Um, anyway, though, so uh, so at that point, you know, uh, I can see I'm going to play around. I bought one of their units. I'm going to play around with it and see if I actually can't make some inventions off of it that and get in on the invention cycle of the whole thing, right? But also, if I just use the product and stay abreast of this particular company, then I can, uh, you know, buy Generation 3 and Generation 4, which are things I want anyway. I mean, the tool itself is something I want anyway. I don't want to, I'm not being mysterious. I just don't want people going and trying to buy this. You got to be really sophisticated knowing what you're doing here um, and be willing to take, you know, uh, massive risks with your personal capital. So I'm not going to say anything at this point until we reach a certain point. Then I'll tell people, oh yeah, I'm invested in this and I'm thinking of investing in this and so on. Not that I'm going to be good at that, right? 
Uh, I mean, I think I might be good at that in an investment environment, but I'm certainly not good at it in a speculation environment. Speculation drives me crazy. Uh, my buddy Joe, you know, he 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 trades stuff, and I, it's like, fuck, if I did that, I would, you know, I'd have um, so much anxiety, I'd give myself, um, what are those things, panic attacks, right? <laughs> so anyway, so it's just not something I'm constitutionally built to do. However, an investment where I just put some money in and track the company over time, it's like, hey, no worries, guy. You know, I, I like this technology, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we're coming into... Um, sci-fi world emerging this year out of the chaos of this uh, year of transition and it'll probably be more like 18 19 months uh, and then we'll be sort of solidly into sci-fi world and there will be a recognition that we're uh, not going back right you'll be able to see that that we're not going to be uh, repeating the old uh, mistakes that things truly have changed and um you know, this for the, even the regular normies. And I talk to normies all the time. I push them a little bit, disturb their mind, see what, what happens, see how they react. I was doing some of that today with some guys that have had the jab and, uh, you know, are, are totally normies and have no idea what they're facing. Although, I got to say that they were all worried. So they've all heard enough to be worried. Um, and, you know, I'm telling them things to do, but they're not yet worried enough that they're going to try and do that. They're still captured mentally by the... Um, uh, the authority of the medical system but believe me when we yank the mrna and when the big pharma crashes and, and so we lose that level of authority for for quote medicines these chemicals that they crank out that's going to be a huge tranche of people that'll just say holy shit and they'll move over into uh hyper uh, novelty here they'll say no fucking authority is going to tell me what to do um you know because there is no authority right there is no uh, ultimate authority on all of this and also by the way this whole period of time is going to bring out uh, the breakdown of authority and religion regardless of anything I do I could have kept my mouth shut and we would still be here people talking about the Elohim uh, we would still be facing the Elohim coming back and all of the things that we're still facing I thought to get a jump on it right to get those people that can think about it ahead of time, thinking about it so they don't have to stop and go through this process when we're dealing with the Elohim themselves. You know, it's just better to have plans, <laughs> you know, and have your mind free because you recognize some of the shit that's actually going on. Um, anyway, so uh, the last quarter of this year, I expect to see some pretty uh, significant changes that will indicate that we're we're really seriously shifting over into sci-fi world and in the meantime it's going to be ugly and dirty and massively uh, chaotic and uh, all kinds of shit's going to happen um but it's like well it all has to happen it's all going to be good for us even though at the moment uh it doesn't feel good right um it's kind of like you know you don't want to really sit there and suture uh, the wound in your leg. You know that every time you put that needle in there uh, and thread it through and bring those those two parts of the wound together, that that's going to hurt. And you're just gonna, it's already hurting, and you're going to keep adding to the hurt through the whole process. But you do know that the minute you get to that last suture, then that phase is done, and eventually the hurt will go away and everything will heal up. And that's really where we are. Where we are, people are just reluctant. To, to take the needle and jab it into their leg on one side of the wound and pull it through to the other side of the wound and then come back with the line and tie it up and, and start closing up the wounds, right? A lot of people don't even see we're wounded. 
So anyway, um, the current thinking for us now is last week in January is going to begin a bunch of chaos. February uh, 18th and onward is going to magnify that chaos. And I suspect that in the February the 18th, I'm suspecting, I don't have any for sure kind of indicators that I would really have a lot of confidence in, but I suspect that there's a high probability that that will be the period of time for our uh, the rest of our release language that had been uh, forecast back uh, last July and August. We still have yet to complete a lot of that. The reason I suspect that this is probably going to happen and may happen on... Uh, I, okay, so I, I've got a lot of probabilities that it will happen, and I suspect that it will happen in February um, because of the building tension values now and the way they're growing and the type of language that that we're getting building tension on. And I won't go into details. I'm almost uh, back at the place here and I've got stuff I've got to do. Um, so, third week in January, you know, last week in January, uh, 18th of February, uh, we're going to get, uh, I'm saying that we'll get a big hit on hyper novelty in the first week. Oh, that was my guy. He was supposed to be here. He was here early. Oh, well. Um, oh, shit. Uh, anyway, so he wasn't supposed to be here till after one. Maybe he'll come back. Um, anyway, so uh, the, third, or the April 3rd, uh, we should have for all of us guys, for people that listen to me that are really going out and pay attention as opposed to the people that listen and, you know, uh, say, oh, that old fucker don't know shit. Uh, but um, so April 3rd is where I'm suspecting that the, the Wu people will be able to say, yeah, hyper novelty is here. Authority is dying right and left. And it's uh, increasing. And the rate of increase itself is increasing. So we'll, we'll start getting into the snowball effect, right? Where um, you, you're rolling down the hill and you're, you're going at a pretty fast clip. And then you notice that the speed at which you are rotating in terms of spinning around and going down that hill is increasing. And so it all becomes this, you know, as I say, a snowball effect. And I, I'm expecting that to pick up in April and to continue. And it'll really hit the normies in the first part of June, maybe the middle of June, something like that. And they will uh, then we'll start having normie freakouts. Normie freakouts are going to participate in our um, hyper novelty. So that's going to be the, the increase of the increase, so to speak, right? And then it'll start reflecting back and it'll get really chaotic through the summer. Anyway, guys, I got to um, go and do stuff. Uh, I'll get into more of this stuff later. Uh, there's so much more. We've got lots of detail in some of the data sets now as to how some of it's going to peel off. Um, but basically, um, you know, it's the buckle up buttercup time. Uh, you know, it's here now. Okay. Got to get moving. Talk to y'all later.